I mentioned before that a very nice way to practice Swahili is to look at Swahili proverbs, Swahili expressions, try to break them up and see uh, what they're built of. Swahili is a language with many expressions used very often in everyday life to give advice and to show what you think about things. We get many expressions with this who tense as well. So let's look at some and see what we can get to practice and what knowledge we can pull up. So, asiyesikia la unku huvundika gu. This means one or the one who does not listen to the elders, to the elders, usually has a broken leg. <laughs> so, asiyesikia. He who does not listen to a si ye si kia. And we have a si for the negative. And why si for negative? Well, because we have ye in the verb, that referential sound giving us the one who doesn't listen to. All of that one word in Swahili. A si ye si kia. So if you take time to look at these things and, you know, work out what's going on, you will revise everything you know. La unku, this is like of the elders. Hu vu, hu vunjika. We have hu, we have the hu tense. What is vunjika? Um, it's, oh, to be broken. To be broken. So this is usually is broken. We don't know what the hu is referring to because we see it refers to all people. Maybe it's referring to the leg. No, usually it is broken leg. Umstahimilivu, umstahimilivu, hula umbivu. This means the patient person eats what is ripe. The patient person eats that which is ripe. So, if you see this proverb, and you know, you, will, you can find them with the translations online. The patient person, there's something we know already that we revise when we look at umstahimilivu. What is it? The patient person, umstahimilivu. Mm, it's the person. Mm, for the person. So that's the first thing you want to do. We want to look for what we already know. And in this way, revise it. So the mm refers to the person. Then we have stahimilivu. We don't know how often that's going to be used. We don't know if it's a word that just appears in the expression or if it's common. So if we come across it again, we can have a better look. Hula. So, hula, there we have its in the hu, the hu tense. What is ripe? Umbivu. So, actually, here, bivu means ripe, and um is an n noun connecting to bivu. We saw very briefly that n nouns, when they put their n onto an adjective beginning with b, it would turn to an m, like in baya, umbaya. So, if we look at that and we try to figure out what is the word for ripe, and we can imagine that it's referring to an N noun or a no noun to refer to nothing specific. No, and that's turned to an M. And we get to revise all of that. We have haba na haba hu jaza kibaba. This is a common one. Little by little fills the container. Hu jaza kibaba fills the container. Haba na haba, little by little, we see. Bit and bit. But it's using na there and. Or with. Paka akiondoka. Tanya Kotawala. Paka was cut. We saw it briefly. Ah, yes. And Akiondoka, what does that mean? If he or she and then... Ondoka. Ah, Kuondoka. So if she, he or she lives? Or if the cat lives, no? We have the cat 
which is an animate thing. Mm -hmm. So with the verb, it uses a. So when we notice that, that we have cat and then we have he or she, we go, ah, okay, that's the cat. Oh, yes, okay. The animate nouns will behave like he or she with the verb. So we revise that. Mm -hmm. And then the next bit means rats rule. Panya hutawala. So if the cat leaves, the rats rule. <laughs> <laughs> Great wit drives away wisdom. Akili nyingi. Great wit. Which word do you think means wit? And which word do you think means great? In akili nyingi. Um, to check if you recognize a word, you might have to think about what it might be relating to and getting rid of whatever it's referring to. Nyingi. Which meant actually a lot. We saw very briefly watoto wengi, a lot of children. So this actually means a lot of wit. Akili nyingi. No? And we can imagine that Akili is an N noun, and we're getting a Y there because of the I. Akili nyingi. Huondoa marifa. Drives away wisdom. No? So we can go, ah, marifa. Wisdom. Let's see if I hear that around. Let's see if it's used. In the spoken language. And we may also notice that huondoa, kuondoa, is like kuondoka, but without this K that we recently saw is also an addition. So we have kuondoa to drive away or to remove, and kuondoka, to leave. The flag follows the wind. Bendera hufuata upepo. How do you say flag in uh, French? Drapeau. Oh, okay, you not have it like Spanish, bandera. Bondo. Um... Ah, okay. Banner. Banner. Mm -hmm. Bendera, so that's flag, hufuata, follows upepo, the wind. So we can notice that we have a U noun, a U noun, and this U group tends to give us a general concept behind something, like we have Rafiki friend and U Rafiki friendship. So we can wonder if U Pepo might be anything without U, and it is. Pepo means evil spirit. So U Pepo is like the concept behind that, no? The spiritness, the wind. Kamba hukatika pabovu, a rope parts where it's at its worst. So this is like the weakest link, no? So we see there that we have the the verb, no? Is hukatika. So that's the verb. So we can also work out what would be the word for rope. Kamba hukatika pabovu. Kamba? Kamba. And pabovu, what do you think is going on there? Um, pa, pa is for the location from hapa. Exactly. So, where at its worst, or literally, where bad. The rope parts were bad. No? Pabovu. So, you know, you can analyse all of the Swahili that you come across in this way, but the very fun thing to do is to do this uh, with proverbs, which you can find online with translations, pick them apart. But, you know, of course, with proverbs, you might be coming across a lot of antiquated language and weird ways of saying things, but it's indeed fun and interesting. But, you know, it's more about the way of analysing the language that we come across in everyday life. At the beginning, we don't listen for comprehension. We listen to see what we recognise, what makes us think. And the more we do this, the more we process actively what we know about Swahili, the slower it gets to our ears and the more we listen for comprehension. Well done. So that was complete Swahili. Congratulations. 
I almost can't believe that happened. Complete Swahili was language transfer's first ever commissioned course. This means that another organization paid for the expenses because they wanted this course to happen. Uh, this doesn't imply any kind of sponsorship relationship or anything of the sort. Language transfer remains free and independent, but there is this way of collaborating. So if there is a language you want to see turned into a language transfer course, then reach out to possible collaborators that might want to help fund that. So complete Swahili doesn't mean we've seen every single thing that can happen in Swahili, but it does mean we've looked so completely at the world of the Swahili language that we can look at any unfamiliar structure and work it out for ourselves with what we already know about Swahili and also with how we've learned to think about and analyse the language and to a large extent language generally. Asking for some words, you should pretty much be able to say anything. And if you can't, you can work out what you need for yourself with a couple of questions to natives, kind of doing the reverse of what we've done here. Asking how something is said, breaking it down, and maybe asking for a couple of translations to test your understanding of it. You are now able to manage the language in this independent way. You will also hear alternative habits of dialect and even idiolect, the personal dialect. So whilst listening and asking, keep an open mind. No one native speaker should be your be-all and end-all of understanding. This course will have left you with a lot of clarity and a lot of blurry areas too. Listen out for clarification about anything you feel rusty on. Enjoy a period of practice and discovery and then you can repeat this course, which is full of details, which you will probably only appreciate the second time round, and is designed to give you what you need on the first run through, and then be a much more detailed and profound experience on the second time through. With the exception of this commissioning, language transfer runs entirely on user donations. This has meant an extremely unsustainable effort on my part, the only person working on language transfer and relying entirely on volunteer collaborations to get this vast amount of work done. This currently unsustainable model that really can work with a little more user commitment has been until now unsustainable and for this reason this will be the last audio course that I'm creating entirely by myself. I don't speak Swahili or I've never had a conversation in Swahili. I now know more or less the same amount of Swahili as you. I wish I could share how much work that means for putting a course like this together, but it suffices to say that unless language transfer receives more support, the project will definitely not be creating courses at the same pace as it has been over the years. For this, we really do need a team. This is the last audio course I will create by myself and future material will come in video format, recorded open public workshops and these video recordings will remain rudimentary and unedited until there are funds to hire somebody to make beautiful products of them. So language transfer really does need your help and if you value this project and the experience that you've had uh, with this course and everything it's given you and if you want to see more of this kind of thing in the world then please do donate. You can do that at the website, clicking on the donate button or the support tab for more options of donating and in other currencies as well. Or you can join the Patreon campaign, which is the monthly crowdfunding campaign. This is the main base of support at www.patreon.com forward slash language transfer, where you can donate anything from a dollar a month to get the monthly milestone increased so that this project can grow.
You can also vote with your donations. You can vote for more Swahili material, like a complete Swahili video remake, and also publications, such as a postcard publication. We've looked briefly at some sayings, but we can learn a lot more from the sayings, even that we've mentioned here. So there's a postcard publication you can vote for, which will illustrate and explore Swahili sayings, and also a publication for original translated short stories in Swahili. So you get to vote also for more Swahili material or any other language you would like to see LT create a course in with your donation. I'll leave you with one more Swahili saying, Haraka, haraka, haina baraka. Hurry, hurry has no blessings. So take your time looking at, analyzing and enjoying Swahili. And if you take one thing from this course, it's to think slowly, to learn quickly. Haraka, haraka, haina baraka. Thank you for forming part of this collective experience and participating uh, in the course and with language transfer in this way. Please share this course and uh, all of the courses the project has far and wide. And if you would like to follow what's going on and know more about the project, you can do so on www.languagetransfer.org where you can see the work dashboard, what's coming and when, and also join the social media channels to stay more in the loop. I think that's everything. Thanks again and well done for learning Swahili.